Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Evolving into the Cosmic Heart with Rachel and Jamie. Hi, everybody. It's Hello. good to be back. <laughs> How are you all? Please excuse the back of my head. I'm just going to go on Facebook and click things. Yes. While, while everybody is taking some time to connect here, um, you know, we start doing all our little gadgets and gizmos. Sharing. And then this way I can see the comments. The sun's going down now here. It's starting to get dark here now. It's what, seven o'clock and it's, I can never remember because the clocks change at the end of October and I can, I think, does it get dark? Yeah, it must get darker in the evening because it gets lighter in the morning. So it'll be even worse in another month. It'll be uh, yeah, we're starting to get dark already here too at um, close to seven. About close to seven, mm-hmm. about the same. Yeah, where it's like, um, and where I just was in, in Massachusetts, they were getting dark even earlier than we're getting dark here. And that's, they're up north, a little bit north. Of, okay, um, so then A little bit north than us. Yeah, so, um, but tomorrow is the autumn equinox here in the northern hemisphere. And in the southern hemisphere, it is the uh, spring equinox. So big transitionary period right now. So that makes sense with the daylight starting to shift. As tomorrow, we will be equal day, equal night. Yeah. yeah. I can never get my head around that. But on the <laughs> other side of the world, it's like, and it's so obvious. It's like, I think it's because I've never been there when it's, it's happening. So I've never like physically experienced. So I need to come to Australia one year and experience Christmas in the summer. Yeah. And, you know, that that was a challenge for me, too. And how I really started, I had to like train myself to talk about it because we're so oblivious in our own hemisphere, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And I had to train myself because when I started the Spiral Temple, I had students that were joining from Australia. And I'm like, and we move through the wheel of the year with the seasons. And I'm like, oh, wait a second. You're not, it's not a star for you. I got to shift you and give you Samhain. So yeah, it's, 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 or, or Mavin. It's funny. Well, you've trained yourself very well. You, you did that very smoothly. So. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So I'm just going to share one last time and post on Magical Me here that we are live. And then I can pop in and see the comments. So we missed you while you were away, having all your adventures. Oh, thank you. I missed being here, you know, even Moon Day. I haven't been able to do that for about two weeks now, so... Yeah, no. Yeah, as within, so without. We've got to do the work and then come back in. And then, you know, so I'm excited to be back. I feel ready to be back. So Mm. it's Mm. been quite interesting adventures as well. How have you been? Busy. (laughs) (laughs) That seems to be the theme, doesn't it? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lots of projects. Fruition that I'm, I'm doing so Good. busy Saturday I'm teaching my first level of healing with Sarah and the angels so you know there's lots of work going on nice. behind the scenes because of course all these things we do they take a huge amount of preparation don't they? And- I know it <laughs> yeah it's 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 quite interesting and it seems to be the time of the year too where it's just like we had that bit of a lull 
for a while. And then, you know, when we were doing all of the, I guess, going within ourselves and the healing and, you know, receiving new information. And now it's just like, I feel like it's this time where we're starting to erupt or come back out, you know, and start to get ready to present new information. I think, I think for me, I've definitely been going back into that again, because I think I said to you before, September's always been quite a difficult month yes. for me. So I've been like working with that as it, as it comes up. And also I have some homework from the mo- at the moment from Imelda, my Seder teacher, which is all about working with your shadow. Oh. So I literally have like, nine questions to do. So I'm sort of like, one, I'm already there, and two, no, I have all this homework. So I'm, I'm really in an introspective phase at the moment. And, and uh, it makes sense. I mean, this is the time of the year. Usually this is the time of the year for that, you know, especially moving closer and closer to Samhain or Halloween. It's really like the final, the final stage of the harvest, you know, and it's really about the um, kind of transitioning from one state into the other. We enter this great pause. So that's the time of the shadow, the time of the, the workings that caterpillar in the cocoon phase before we prepare to be reborn again so this is usually the time of the year for that yeah so how was Salem it was wonderful it was I um, say it right. you did that how you say it? that's exactly you how you say it Salem yes yeah, Salem Massachusetts um so it's it's it was definitely different this time around because I go there usually I try to go there about once a year the last few years as I get called to. Um, and, you know, part of that is because I am a uh, grid worker. I do work with the healing of the planet through the grid lines and the earth matrix. And um, I began to understand that I get called to places where there is a lot of dense, heavy, um, painful energy that had been absorbed into the earth, into the trees. And usually I go with a group of women um, and I do take, you know, women who seem to some have, have some sort of a history or past with the land. So they're having their own like soul fragments, retrievals and soul retrievals and healing. This time around, because of COVID, um, I just went with my business partner, Karen, and my, my two children. And so it was very different. I got to really connect with the earth really connect with the um, energies that want to assist in alleviating some of that pain and suffering that are still stored within the, even within the trees there. Um, So it it was really beautiful to get to do that and to have less of a agenda, more Mm. of a just being, which is very different. So it was good. And it was, um, I could see, I could see the difference in the work that was done from each time that had been there. And this time around, it felt like this might be one of the, the final pushes that needed to happen. So it was really rewarding in that sense. Oh, that's really, really special because it, I mean, it's something that witch burnings and all that, you know, I was posting about it because there was that great article from the, the Guardian mm-hmm. because if there's a Scottish lawyer who is suing, um, obviously she's asking for an apology. That's it. She's yep. asking for an apology. An apology but, and an official yeah. official acknowledgement of the innocents yeah. that were, you know, wrongfully accused and executed. Yeah. 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 And, and I just think that's fantastic. And, uh, you know, because 
there's there's a few there's a few sort of last things left in like you know because like the UK and the US we're quite similar in a lot of ways um, of what we're prejudiced about mm-hmm. and you know it's it's there's a few last things one is you know people still seem to be able to make fat jokes mm. and and people can laugh at witches and you know. Mm-hmm. wizards and thing you know anybody who's like doing that must be mad right you know and you can it's all right to just like publicly you know mm-hmm. say and people will snigger and laugh yeah and the word witch itself has become incredibly slandered um and has this stereotype understanding of what it means um you know which is an incredibly powerful word that stems from i believe the ancient anglo-saxon language which was uh, more of like like wizened or wise one um and it, it was not someone who just practiced magic this was a way of life this was those um, women and men that understood the interconnectedness of the all, they understood how to use what earth gave us for healing and, um, you know, for your own evolution. And just, it wasn't, it wasn't what it is now. And it's very sad that that word has become so misconstrued, you know? Yeah. And it, and it's, it's a word that I kind of want to reclaim, I think. Yes. And I'm starting to, use it more good now because it fits it fits the work that I do and I think I order I also feel more comfortable fitting it into the Nordic work that I do and there is a lot of nature magic there and but it's coming from this sort of Norse background and it feels like me so I feel comfortable sort of using like saying say the witch mm-hmm. because I can I can really I can really own that because I can feel it in my bones. I can feel it in my land mm-hmm. that I live on. I can feel it in my soul. Mm-hmm. So I can really own it. And I know what it means. <laughs> and that's the thing. Um, that's how we change. That's how we change those stereotypes. We use the word with the intentions, with the energy of what it truly does represent, what it always represented. And we, we are the change. We're the example that creates that change. So, yeah. So I, I love that you do. I do because it is, it is not what everybody has been taught to believe it is. We paint our faces green and fly our brooms. <laughs> you know, maybe we fly our brooms. I don't know. But, <laughs> but, um, oh, my. It'd be quite convenient. You wouldn't have to find a parking space, would you? What gets me the most is that, you know, while there are women and men in those times of the Salem witch trials that, you know, may have still practiced this ancient knowledge and ancient magic, the, the people who were who were executed were innocent. They weren't, they weren't. It was all based on pointing fingers. Uh, There were manipulative agendas and it's just so sad, you know, and what I was always, I have to say, I was never really drawn to the Salem witch trials prior to me getting called there. I was always drawn to, and it's actually shocks me how very few people know this. The exact same time the Salem witch trials were happening, the witch trials in Pendle Hill, England were happening. And it was because the King James was on this burn all the witches, you know, streak and trying to eradicate the, you know, the entire, you know, kingdom, United Kingdom of, of witchcraft. 
And so sadly, there were many people also executed in Pendle Hill, England, very similar to what happened in Salem, Massachusetts. Years and years ago, I'd probably say close to maybe 12 or so years ago, I was um, helping share information to and a petition to try to get those people officially um, pardoned as well and have a memorial placed in Pendle Hill, England for them as well. So I don't know if it ever went through so many years ago, but yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know, but I was just talking about Pendle Hill today. No way. I, I, yeah, 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 because yeah. I was doing a, a soul map pleading with someone that I know, and that's like from the Norse um, stuff that I've learned. And I was saying about how, how Imelda's done, gone and done stuff at Pendle Hill, but I've never been there. And I didn't actually know where it was. And because Imelda lives in London, I said to I said to her, is it in London? And she went, no, it's in Lancashire. It's up north. And I was like, and she'd been there and she was telling me about it. And I was like, wow. Ooh, yeah. ooh sounds very magical. Yeah. Very I would love, love, love to make a trip there. And, uh, you know, if, if for nothing else, really connect with the land there. And, um, you know, if there's anything that I can do to bring about some healing and some love and helping to, you know, bring in those higher new earth codes now to eradicate what's going on there. I would love, love to. Um, so that might be something on my agenda the next time I get there, but ah, I'm, that's, it just blows my mind because there's, there's not many people that know about it, which I'm, maybe in England, maybe in England, but at least over here in the States. Yeah. 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 Oh, let's do it. I, Cause I want to go. <laughs> yeah. That'd be great. You know? And it's funny because I really always felt more, fire more passion regarding Pendle Hill than I did Salem. You know, I do have a connection mm. to Massachusetts, to Salem, um, but it's more in the literary period is when I had uh, a past lifetime there during the great American literary period there. Um, but Pendle Hill, I feel like there may have been, there may have been one of my lifetimes there. Yeah, and, and because, you know, that special energy, that's been like that for like thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years. So, you know, and we've all had lots and lots of lives. So you feel that connection and, you know, you've been there, haven't yeah. you? So Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's amazing, though, how, you know, there's, you know, what that lawyer is trying to achieve for those in Scotland. When I went to Wales, I was um, the, the woman who we were, uh, you know, uh, they're, they're, I'm sorry, they're visiting. We were in England. She took us over to Wales. She happened to take us to this bar and I can't remember the name of it. It was like a tavern and it used to be the old prison. She didn't tell us that until we were inside and I'm looking around and there's all these um, carvings in the wood of like scenes that are executions happening. And I'm like, and you know, I could feel energy. So I'm feeling the energy in there. And I'm like, and I'm looking at my partner, Karen, who was with me and we're looking at each other and we're like, Ooh, I didn't like the energy in here, you know? And sure enough, she said, so do you know what this place used to be? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm, but I'm, I'm guessing it's not great. <laughs> you know? And she said it was a holding cell. It was the prison where the people who were going to be executed the next day, some for just regular crimes, others for witchcraft were held the night before they were executed. That was where they were. Yeah. So I thought, well, isn't that 
something that I ended up here all the way in Wales. So, yeah. And I'm really happy it's a Scottish lawyer because they have their own legal system really? in Scotland. So separate from England. And um, I've noticed over the years that very sensible legal decisions seem to come out of the Scottish um, legal system in a way that it doesn't come. Sensible things don't necessarily come out of the English <laughs> legal system. So, so I feel like if it's, it's got the best chance going through the Scottish um, legal system... Yeah. And this is just a wonderful conversation. You know, we never, we never talk about what's going to happen in advance. I think we've told you all that before. We never know what we're talking about today. Um, But it is because we're, we're really getting closer to Samhain or Halloween and All Souls Night, Day of the Dead, whatever you refer to it as. And um, it's a time where, you know, witchcraft is both honored (laughs) as in, and, you know, is really celebrated at this time, very commercially, unfortunately, but also, it's still very shunned. You know, there's still many people who don't think that Halloween is just the devil's work and you don't, you know what I mean? Just completely, and that's fine. I'm not here to change anybody's beliefs. But, you know, I think that it's interesting as we're moving up into this time. And, um, you know, one thing I do love about Salem, Massachusetts, is that they are so deeply bothered and ashamed of what was done there so much so that it is now you know how every I don't know about over there in in Denmark and in the UK but every state in the United States each state has their own um like kind of nickname and like for example New Jersey is the garden state and uh Massachusetts is or um, Salem is now called the witch city so and Massachusetts is considered the spirit of America so that's funny because there are witches on the taxis. There are witches on the government buildings. There are witches, like the logos of witches everywhere. So it's officially celebrated and witchcraft and witches are officially celebrated there. So I love that. I don't think there's any, any equivalent in the, in the UK that I know about. Or have seen. I think we're a bit behind you there. If you do see an image of a witch in the UK, it's going to be a <laughs> hag. It's going to be an old, ugly, evil-looking, like 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 that. And in Denmark, they're way behind. In Denmark, they burn effigies of witches on St Hans Eve, which is the twenty-third of um, June every year. And I, I'm still sort of, and I've never, you know, it's it's like it's it's the midsummer's festival but but it's the christians you know they moved it a couple of days just so that it doesn't quite land on the right bit and um and it's yeah they're still burning witches and you know and people see everyone seems to think that's okay but i've never been to one of these fires because i don't think that's okay and um i'm going to send that article to the um one of the ministers think for culture and I looked for a minister for women for women they don't have one they've got a minister for gender equality I thought well you'll have to do because like they're so hot on like feminist stuff in Denmark and like don't they realize that that is you know sending out quite and it's like everyone's yeah. just like like not looking at it like politically it's just like oh it's harmless no. you know we just burn no, right. it's not. <laughs> That's not <laughs> harmless. It's incredibly, yeah, no. 
Well, well, good for you. And, you know, I hope that you're able to get some, make some headway with that because, you know, that's just, it's time to change. <laughs> it's no, not okay. Not okay. Not okay. No, not at all. So I'm going to say hello to Laura, Deborah, and Carmela. Uh, they all say hello to both of us. So welcome, ladies, and everybody Hi. else tuning in. Hello and welcome. Thank you for being here with us today. We've got, yeah, we've got, every time I load, um, put it up as a, not a blog, what is it? Podcast on, on Anchor. There's people that listen to it ah, straight away. Oh, I <laughs> love that. Thank you, everybody. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, everybody. We are on, we are on, is it six different platforms? Nine. nine. that. <laughs> Gotta love that. Yes, and Spotify, because I know Spotify is probably one of the more popular ones that I know a lot of people around here, at least, you know, they're always looking for podcasts to listen to on their car, in their car on their way home. So we are on Spotify, everyone. Yeah. I don't know. Apple Ooh, podcasts as well. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I didn't either. I was trying to work out how to get it on there. And then I found out it was already there. So I was like, oh, That's fantastic. <laughs> Gotta love that. So do you have any plans? Do you celebrate in Denmark? Do you celebrate the equinox or what we refer to as Mabin as well? No. No. I mean, normally normally I do a thing myself. I think tomorrow I will probably – I have such a busy week at the moment with getting stuff ready. I don't have the time mm. to go out in nature tomorrow. I will light a candle and I will get across the road to see there my spring. But yeah, I haven't got time to do a special okay. thing. That's okay. You know, um, yeah. yeah, I would probably because it is it is tough too, especially when it's a weekday. You know, weekends be a little bit easier. Um, but I myself, I think I'm going to maybe go get myself some apples today from the store because the apples are uh, very symbolic for the equinox and for Mabin at this time. And um, maybe do a little, uh, because apples are very much representative of fertility, obviously with the seeds, being able to plant more, um, bringing in some abundance and prosperity magic. So I will probably work with some apples tomorrow and then eat them because <laughs> we're best to consume them as well. You know, all the prosperity and happiness and joy we can get here. Um, and then maybe have a fire and just really do some, um, you know, reflecting on the harvest, the blessings that have come into my life and, and maybe the blessings I'm hoping to create going forward. I tell you what I am doing tomorrow. And this, this will be a surprise for you. I'm interviewing. No, Paul. no way. Are you? Look at that. Oh, that's fantastic. I finally. I oh, pin him down. Fantastic. So. Yeah, I know he's been doing um because of, you know, obviously the situation things aren't um obviously tours aren't booking as well as they they would be, but you know, I know he's been doing a lot of yeah. virtual tours, so that's really That's it. That's it. So it's not so much that I've managed to pin him down. It's that life has created a situation where I can get access to him because he's not running up and down Glastonbury tour so frequently because the tourists can't yeah. come so he is doing amazing work um on Patreon 
and at home working. He's writing, he's finally, he says he's finally writing the book that everyone keeps saying to him. Yeah. Have you got a book? Because he like, you know, he knows all this stuff. And it's like, it's really, really great. Because I've, no, I've never managed to be on any of his mm-hmm. tools, you know, but I can like get access now through his Patreon site. And yeah, well, I'm going to, I said, I said to him, I wrote to him and I said, this is really great what you're doing. And, you know, can I interview you and you can tell me all about it. That's like, fantastic. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so glad. Yeah, yeah. So where are you going to be interviewing him? Here on on your page? I'm going to, no, I'm going to do a Zoom interview and record it. So it won't be live. And then I will upload it because I've got another podcast that's called Sacred You. That's the one that you went on first. And I just sit and interview someone for half an hour, an hour. And I'll put it on there, but I will share it. And it'll be that'll be coming out next week by the time I've oh, put it together, and I'll share it Good. next week. So I'm glad that worked to... out. That's really great. Yeah, I cannot yeah. wait. Yeah, I'm going, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going through another phase at the moment of like suddenly thinking of all these people that I want to interview. It's <laughs> like... divine timing. They're all just lined up. Yeah, it's keeping me awake <laughs> at night. I suddenly get get good. Oh no, this is bad. Why do I have to have it at 11 o'clock? It's a magic hour there. You start getting 11, that that number 11 hits that, you know, epiphany moments, those awakening, higher consciousness. It's not so magic when you have to get up at six, so is it? (laughs) Yeah. I've been finding that I haven't been able to sleep a lot. Like, I feel tired, but. I'm really just up, like, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm up reading or researching something until like one o'clock in the morning for probably like the past week. So. Me too, because I was doing really well after the sort of the Corona Mm -hmm. thing sort of died down, sort of July and August, I was sleeping really, really well. And then the last week, it's all, it's all gone to So maybe it has something to do with the energy coming in with this equinox very possible it's a really intense high energy you know tomorrow technically is a you know if you think in terms of the gateway and the codes I'm going to talk about this later again on moon day and go more in depth with it but it's a nine which we all know is very symbolic of the culmination of the ending of cycles closing out of major chapters so very much about positive achievement um but then you've got the 22 tomorrow so that is a master number known as the master builder 2020 has been the year of the master builder so now you've got 9 22 22 even though people are like well you mean it's it's 20 not 22 if you add the twos together it's it's 22 so this is the year of the master builder so major major momentum um seeds being planted for tomorrow so think good thoughts (laughs) focus what you on what you want to create and manifest going forward that all makes sense then because my name adds up to a 22 now so i'm really resonating with that whole 22 thing (laughs) it's a good number very good number Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you mentioned that you are going to be doing your first, is it your first class that you're doing? Yeah. So I've had, so I've been working with doing healing with Sarah for years and I've 
done various things here and there and it's had a lot of material spread all over the place and um someone actually asked me it was louise she said can you make like a proper healing system and do it and i was like yes <laughs> yes i could do that actually and what a great what a great idea and so i've been doing that this year i've been working on that and i have the initiations worked out and i've practiced them on louise and now i'm going to the next level and i'm practicing them on, on a class so that i can get all the manuals and everything together and then i will go sort of live with that like officially next year in 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 january so it has like a level one wow. a level two and a level three right. you know like in Reiki. and there's a with initiations and symbols and and stuff like that and um it's you know I mean I would say this because you know <laughs> I'm working with it but it's amazing it is really amazing it's Sarah's energy the angels her angels her host of angels energy mm -hmm. and her violet flame energy work with those three things in like a healing system and of course I'll be te teaching it as a distant healing system because yeah. we're, we're working uh -huh. as it as a distant healing system and it, it's just it's just it's just so amazing how it's all come together and also the, the energies that are coming out of it are yeah. just like oh, and I found this because I, I had a I had a kindle book called um Sarah's little book of healing and I pulled it off there recently and updated it and also turned it into a paperback so that people who, you know, don't do ebooks can also get it because it'll be useful for people learning the healing system. And I put some extra channelings in there. And one of them, you know, because a lot of these channelings are from years ago, and one of them completely describes what's going wow. on in the healing system. And I'm reading this, oh my God, oh my God, wow. it was all here. It is, yeah. Yeah, it is. There's just lots of there's lots of wows in it, and you know it's another reason why I'm not sleeping so well because it's I a imagine. bit overwhelming. Wow, you know wow. that's incredible. Congratulations. I'm glad that you're doing. I mean, I know from the bit that I have worked with with you and with Ascended Master Sarah and the Violet her Violet Flame, it is. It's been profound. Yeah. I mean, it has it has really changed the way that I work. It has really opened up my eyes to, I've you know I always worked with the violet flame, but not in the way that I'm working with Ascended Master Sarah's violet flame. If that makes sense, it's the new earth. This is all the new earth energies, and it's our evolution. And we can use that word ascension, which kind of describes it. Um, but none of these words are quite, you yeah. know, we're trying to put labels in our, on limit, things in our that, limited human you know, language. <laughs> they're, just, they're, they're signposts towards, but you can feel it when you experience it. You can feel what's happening. But we have, so so last year, me and Jamie and Louise and an, another lady, was it last year? Was it last the Glastonbury? year? Was that last year? I know, I've been it thinking was, this all day. It's so confusing because it messed us all up because Yes. So this past summer, I was Six supposed to go three. back this past July. So it was July of 2019. Yes. Okay. So at the moment, I so another thing that I'm doing at the moment is I'm setting up a Zoom call for October ah. the 31st, actually. That mother temple in Glastonbury is going to get an upgrade. And all of these spiral temples are going to get 
a like a violet flame angel, like a great mm. angel to like oversee them because they are going up a level because like the clearing is just going to get more and more and more because they clear the landscape. And also, and I think you'll be pretty excited about this, but people who've got their own spiral temple on the land where you live, you can, you can grow wow. more and more now because they're so these angels are going to come along and be like these protector guardians because it couldn't happen before because it, they hadn't got to that stage. Now they've got to that stage. And like, so you can like go and grow one at Salem wow. or you can go and grow one. And, and, and it, you know, you'll be strong and grounded enough Someone to sort of handle right, yeah, like all over the place. a whole little like. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm yeah. so excited about that. So excited about that. Yeah, that's, oh that's amazing. Yeah. And this is all in preparation for next year. We're going to start bringing down Sarah's flame of unity and oneness, which is that beautiful white energy. And you sort of get a sense of that from that painting that Cheryl Hall, Rose Hall, mm -hmm. did in that white spring painting. And it's, it's that angelic energy, but it's also our divinity. Yes. It's that, you know, it's that... Yeah, yeah, it's lovely. I love that. Well, I'm yeah. very excited about that, and um, you know, hopefully, speaking of you know, Tor Webster, I'm supposed to be going back on another tour with him and taking uh, another group. We were supposed to go this past summer, as you know, it was canceled. So I'm waiting for that thumbs up. As soon as we get that thumbs up, I'm gone. <laughs> I'm going back over there, and it's funny because you know, the work that we did in 2019 there in Glastonbury with, um, you know, Sarah's Spiral Temple, which I have to say, by the way, is hilarious to me that we call them that and that that's what they are referred to is because I started my Spiral Temple sacred feminine school probably <laughs> six or seven years ago, you know, and um, no idea about this at the time, you know, and, 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 and that's been an amazing, an amazing journey. But when we started that spiral temple there over in Glastonbury uh, with the earth, you know, I was so upset that, you know, I couldn't come, I couldn't go back this past summer and visit it. And, you know, the message that I had received is because all of these sacred sites are kind of just getting this revamping of energy right now. And there can't be any traffic right now. So, you know, with COVID happening and everything, it's kind of all just aligning. So, um, you know, when I get the call to go back, I'm going to be super excited. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. I mean, things right now, like in Denmark and the UK, they're just getting worse, you know. And, and you, you know, I, I'm not thinking about it too much. I'm supposed to be going to the UK next month. I'm nearly <laughs> out of tea, Jamie. I mean, Lady Grey Teen, you can only buy this stuff in the UK. And all right, someone can post it to me. But there's a lot of other things I need. I need underwear <laughs> from Marks and Spencers. It's like I've got a whole list of things, that, you know. Anyway, anyway, but, but but I've got a bit of hope in the back of my head because the other week I was going to sleep. And you know that when you just fall in asleep, you sometimes get like images. I suddenly felt, and it was like a, it was one of my physical things. And I physically felt like I was in Sweden in the classroom where Imelda teaches us. And I felt like, and I could smell it. And the, the people were around me that was in the class and it felt like next year. So wow, yeah, fingers crossed. 
things are going to SHIT yeah. again. Yeah. But anyway, I'm yeah, like. I know. I hope. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm hoping everything is going to be good and that we're not going to have a crazy winter. And, you know, fingers crossed that all is going to be well. All is well. All is well. All is well. So, yeah, Yeah. really interesting, magical occurrences happening. It's going to be interesting to see. Yeah. 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 So, while in Salem, I think I mentioned this to you, but you know that we're always talking about the bees. And, you know, it's one of the things that we love and have in common is the, the magic and the sacredness of the bees. Uh, while I was in Salem, I, one of the shops that I was able to go, and they have like a little section in Salem that's just for artists, you know, and crafters and stuff. So I went into this one store and it happened to be this very lovely lady. Um, and she has a farm. There's a town right outside. It's, it's like you can cross the street and not even know you're in you're, you left Salem, you're in what's called Beverly, Beverly Bees Farm. And, um, but you know, she has a little shop in Salem and they, she herself is a beekeeper and she rescues bees and wasps. They can be called in to come in and remove, uh, you know, if you've got a nest somewhere, they do it safely so that the bees are not so you don't have to kill them. So there's another alternative. And, you know, she had, they, they teach classes. They have a beautiful website that has information on how to get started as a beekeeper. I'm like, you have to be kidding me. There's no coincidences, you know? So I was able to purchase some of their local honey and, uh, yes, yes. yes. And they actually <laughs> do. So, um, they make, this is honey beeswax so it smells it smells like honey it smells amazing so they make all of their can they make such amazing candles with like little tea light floaty ones with bees on top of um beehives and bears and just this just blew my mind I'm actually going to go online because you can order on their website and order another one so that I have two from my altar and um yeah and and they're not natural, very expensive you know. um you know but I just it, it was it was wonderful and what is what I thought was really special about them was that they don't they always they don't take the honey from the bees to eat they wait until the honey the, the bees have enough of their own honey and then use what's remaining to actually you know to buy and sell so they do not take from their bees so I just I just felt like it was amazing and I just I wanted to you know show you and talk about it because you know we're always talking about bees on here and our connection to the ancient bee priestess lineage um yeah that was really cool so anybody's watching Beverly Bees they're amazing amazing people and it's all family raised family or family run you know it's her and her husband and their children so yeah yeah yeah. I love that. I really love that. Because you, know, you hear so much like bees being mistreated, basically, and just being exhausted to death. And it's just so lovely to hear the stories of people yeah. who are like loving their bees. Yeah, and, and September and... is 
September is actually, uh, I think it's National Honey Month. So, yeah. So, um, you know, incorporating honey. And again, it's important for us to know what's going on with where honey is sourced. And, you know, because just like what's going on with Sage and Palo Santo at the moment, you know, there is unethical practices being done to make a profit. So very important to keep that in mind when you're buying your honey and doing a little research about where it's coming from. I'm going to be buying my honey from them from now on because it is supporting and taking care of the bees. So. I got my, I got my bee cards. No, you so didn't. I, I know you were trying to get your son to ship them to I you, right? Yeah, he, um, he, he came over. When did he come? I saw a picture of him driving a fancy car. <laughs> yes, oh, that's it. just driving test now, and he's uh, like <laughs> being the big man now. It's like, oh god, I still haven't. I still can because I'm not there. I haven't had to face like being in a car with him. So I'm a bit scared because mm-hmm. in my head he's mm-hmm. still ten. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but yeah, no, he brought them over for me, so I had them posted to his house. And I ordered one for my friend as well. And they were like, oh, wow. And I, I'm really enjoying using them. And also because it's making me, and I saw the woman who's made that those, that bee oracle. Yes. She's got an online course about beekeeping as well. And if you train to be a bee priestess with her, wow. you have to do the beekeeping course first just to have the understanding about bees. And I understand mm-hmm. that now. Because when I saw that, I was like, Really? using the cards because there is a lot there about like the life cycle of bees and I find myself I spent about two hours on Wikipedia a couple of weeks ago reading I didn't know I didn't know like bees were these little grub things to start off with and then of course they are I've just right. never thought about it they just suddenly appear they're just bees they're bees <laughs> yeah but she also she also sent me this little it's a fire anointing oil so anybody in europe <laughs> she, it's it's the blessed bee hyphen oh no the blessed hyphen bee.co.uk because the thing is you know like if we in europe if we order stuff from america the customs fee they slap on and, and i think it's the same the other way around you order from europe i mean like i ordered a t-shirt that cost about, I don't know, $10 or something. And it was for Thomas's birthday. And they I got charged 200 Danish krona just for the customs fee. And that is about, I don't know, that's wow. about 27 pounds. Wow, that's, that's, a bit, so, that's a bit. So in, you know, in a, so it's, I can't remember because, you know, the, the conversion fee keeps changing. It goes up one day, then it's down again. It's up and then it's down. Um, but yeah, it's probably close to maybe closer to $40 for us. It's a lot of money and that's the minimum. That's just what they charge for that packet and, and looking at it. You know? So it's just yeah. it's not manageable to order things from the States. I have a friend who sends it to you in a, in a, in a blank envelope and it looks like, and oh, then it's I a see. gift and then they can't charge <laughs> you if it's a present. From Good someone. to know. Well, they shouldn't. Yeah, I did see. I did see yeah. that. I, I believe yeah. it was Angie. Sorry. Is that correct? Angie. Angie. The. 
Angie, oh, I don't know if I'm pronouncing oh, yeah, your last name remember. right, but tw- I can't remember. Twiddle? Oh, Twyman. Twiddle. And um, Twiddle. I did see Twiddle. courses online and I was so bummed because I feel like they're, I think if I, unless I read it wrong, they're not online, right? They're, you're, they were only, I, I felt like she was offering them as workshops in person in the UK. The D, the B one. I read it all the way through, and it's it's a digital download. Oh my! Okay, so now I'm going to go back onto her website. Yeah, yeah. My husband. There's another one she's offering, and that's a Sophia priestess. And maybe that was in B one. I think she gives you the information, and you have to go off and yeah, do it yourself. Love. I'm not sure. And like I said, that other woman from Beverly Bees, they do have information on there how to get started with beekeeping. And um, I want to, but you know, while I was away in Salem, I I shouldn't say this, but you're probably going to laugh and we probably shouldn't laugh, but the, the synchronicity is ridiculous. So while I was in Salem, I got a phone call from my husband that he was doing absolutely nothing to aggravate and agitate the bees that are in our siding they just randomly saw him outside and stung him in his arm again now he I told you he got stung in the leg the other day now they stung him while I was in Salem here I don't know if he got stung multiple times because turns out they're not bees they're yellow jackets which are actually a form of a wasp they look like a bee but they are an actual wasp so this thing, I think, stung him multiple times at the same time because he couldn't get it off his arm. They cling on. They're, they're very aggressive when it comes to protecting their hive. So I did not realize that's what they were at first because I don't get close enough to look at them. <laughs> you know, I'm minding my business over here. Um, so here he's allergic and he had to, I had to force him to go to the emergency room because his entire arm swelled up. And the, the warmth began to radiate up his arm and it was oozing. His arm just started oozing in certain air all over, like any, like any crevice it could come out of, it was oozing because it was his body's way of trying to release their poison, their toxin. Thank God he ended up going because he would have went into anaphylactic shock. Um, he's allergic. So we had to get him EpiPens and now I've got this hive that I can't bring myself to kill, but I've obviously it's not safe at this point. So I've been doing research as to what we can do to safely get them out of there. But they're inside the siding and then inside the framing. So they really aren't going to be able to be removed easily. I'm not really sure what we're going to be able to do about it. Um, But so I think he might not be accepting of me keeping bees on the property so I might have to see what I can do to keep bees somewhere because I I've always wanted to get into that and doing that and you know just the respect if you lived more out I mean I don't know if it is likely to happen but if you lived more out in the countryside you could have a longer garden within you know a long way from from the house but but was saying about so I'm I've been rereading like some of my Finthorn books recently and Clean, who was one of the original founders, she was a Canadian woman and um wow. she only died a few years ago. She was hundred when she passed 
And I remember seeing her actually when I was there. She used to go meditate every morning in the sanctuary. And, um, but she was the one that communicated with the plants and the angels. And she would communicate with, because they had a mold problem at one point. And she spent a long time talking to the mold. And Maybe they did I move. Try to talk to them. They yeah. did move. So you could try. They don't sting me. I sit there with them. They do not sting me. And I think I have to feel it's because they, I now I know for, you know, scientifically speaking, they recognize pheromones. And if there's something within your pheromones that, pose a threat to them you know if they're if you're you know the level of hormones gets raised for whatever reason um he said all he was doing was sitting outside drinking his coffee and he was away from them he was across the deck from where they are and they just came over and just attacked him they also do it to my one dog but it's because they are aggressive. They will defend. Oh, they are their aggressive, aren't they? And they just so. But I sit out there with them all the time because at first I thought they were just bees, and um, I connect with them and communicate with them. And you know, I every morning when I pull my from my bee deck, I ask to connect with the magic of the bees and what they wish to share with me. So I have to also understand that one. Yeah, they know that I'm not a threat because of just the way that my heart is with the connection to animals. And, you know, I am very much, I always talk about how I'm one with the animals. I'm one with the plants and one with everything. Um, so I have to imagine that has something to do with it. Um, but uh, they, yeah, they never bother me. So, yeah. you know. So that's it. So, so, so this is the sort of thing Dorothy McLean would do. She would sit down and go into a meditational state and say, how much she loved them and appreciated them and acknowledged them, all the rest of it. But it wasn't, you know, she needed them or the family needed them to go and be somewhere else because of this. And, you know, even, even you could say, you know, it's not going to be safe for you to stay here. Or, yeah. You know, find a way to put it in your own words of like, you actually, you are actually going to have to move. But you sort of start, you know, at the gentlest end. That's a great and idea. Sort of build up to that yeah, over a number. Today. Yeah, because they, you know, mm -hmm. like you like you know, because you're an animal communicator, aren't you? It's like yeah. I mean, give it a go because no, yeah, and I would prefer them to, you know, no, be safe. Even though they're wasps, they still do, you know, because there's a lot of different, um, a lot of different breeds of wasps that actually don't pollinate. Uh, yellow jackets do pollinate, but not to the extent that bees do. So, you know, it, you, they, it is recommended that if they're not anywhere that is bothersome, you do just leave them be. Uh, but where there are some wasps that they don't pollinate, they don't actually help out. So they're, you know, people say, just try to get rid of them if you can. Of course, I'm not about killing anything if I can avoid it anyway. But, um, that's going to be the next step if, if, if this continues, because with the being allergic, you know, being rushed to the emergency room and even my poor, you know, I had to rush my dog to the vet a few weeks before him because her face completely swelled up because she sees them flying. And of course she, she goes after them. She tries to eat them. So. I have read about, I was reading about a species of, of, large wasp I don't know if these are them that are attacking people more and also they have because they're larger the they murder, give them yeah, more the more, poison I think those are the and more murder people hornets. diet 
Yeah, thank goodness I'm going to knock on wood that we don't have them just yet. Um, But these are these are very tiny. They're yellow and black striped. They actually look like you can mistake them for bees. The difference is that they're not fuzzy. Honeybees are fuzzy. Most bees are fuzzy, but they've got like some sort of like a hair on them um, and you can see it, whereas these do not. So they call them yellow jackets. But, you know, I think a bee, for most people, you just okay. think a bee is a bee. You know, you don't know the difference. So, If I'd have been your yeah, husband, you I'd been thought, running no towards that deal. emergency room. It's no big deal. They stung me. I'm just having, I'm having a little, you know, you know, I'm just going to say this, fellas. I'm sorry. Not all men are this way. But most men are just like, oh, I can, you know, I can walk it off. It'll be fine. No. <laughs> the next step would have been either your heart or your throat. And that is not good. So, you know, fortunately, even the doctor was like, he told me, he said, I just had to sit there and bite my tongue because the doctor was a female. (laughs) And she was like, so your wife sent you. Uh-huh. And what'd you think about that? Is that, you know, and of course he was like, well, I didn't think it was that bad. And she's like, it is that bad. And you should thank your wife for saving your life. (laughs) (laughs) So, of course, I'm like, ha-ha, I told you, you know. So I love, I got to shake her hand next time I see her but yeah yeah uh, well because he listened to you isn't it can you away for 10 minutes can you I'm I'm on vacation can you stay away from the bees (laughs) what and I'm even yelling at him on the phone I'm like what'd you do to them did you did you move something near their their He's like, Jamie, they stung me. Like, why are you yelling at me? <laughs> what is that? Yeah. Instinct, well, what you? You just to, what did you do to attract <laughs> it? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's funny. Well, we have a few moments left. And since we're talking about bees, how would you feel? about pulling a message for the week from the bee deck for everyone. Okay. Oh, yeah. They're just on my shelf. Hang on, I'll get them. Hang on. And maybe we can have a go at each pooling one. And then this way, one resonates with, you know, one will resonate with some people and some will resonate with the rest. They might resonate together and create magic. And they might resonate together. Because that's what I really love about using them Mm. is the way they bring the bee energy in. It's like... And considering it is, you know... Bee Honey Month. What a great way to end it. What, what's next week? What's the date next week, next Monday? Are we in October already? Well, it's the 21st today, so it must be okay. the 27th next Monday. No. Ooh, I got a jumper. Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh if we have the same one. Oh, 
Mm. I have got that is beeswax. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I got number 11, master what number 11, which, by the way, is my birth number. And it is all about that higher consciousness and the epiphany moments. And it's all balance as well, which is right where we're at with Equinox. But it's the bee star cluster, cosmic bee mother. It's that uh, cosmic womb. Oh, so this says sacred hexagonal vibration of sound, purity of hive. Because yeah, mm -hmm. because when they make those, they make it in that shape, don't they? Oh, I'll just have a little tune in. What it's about. So like I'm getting that feeling of like when you make when you make so like energetically things are grown out of like energy matrices, aren't they? So you've got to have like this this energy matrix and like the new earth, it's like you know, as we can see it's not completed. Yeah, it's a work in progress, but there's this structure being built and being created and, and I feel that vibration of purity like that comes because mm -hmm. and it says that in there you know it's like it's very pure this wax that's written it yeah it just it's just got a lovely vibration of, of energy into it and it's like to tune into these things it gives us mm -hmm. a balance against what we're perceiving and experience news mm -hmm. and you know things that are going on out there and oh, it's like yes good things are happening good things are being yeah. built the structure is being built and they do like, go together despair. because this is don't the despair. cosmic bee mother which is the divine creatrix this is the cosmic womb space which is where all life is birthed from and where all life returns to when they leave this world so this is very much about the sacred creation energy right now and when we go into the void or into that cosmic womb space it is that place of both nothing and everything which is light and dark ex coming complete into balance which is the equinox energy so we are really at this place of zero point where the new is the I should say the old is completely wiped and purified like you said with the purity that's coming in prepping for this new creational work that's coming forward mm -hmm. whether that be through your individual lives and what's going on as well as what's coming in with the new earth and the new creation of that that new structure being built at this moment in time so this is a very powerful prime time for you to be creating exactly what it is creating the reality you know, so really, I feel like a reflection of where you've mm. been, where you've come from, what leaves and what you're being asked to let go of so that you can birth and give, make room for, I should say, this new energy coming into your life. 
Mm. And that's because like there's so many of us like we're we're holding on to a different or we're in a different structure now, aren't we? So we're like we're vibrating with a different energy and each mm. of us, you know, like it says vibration of sound on, on this one as well. I'm not quite sure what that's about. I'll have to look into that. But, you know, like each of us is, is sounding a note and we are sounding it out into the grid. And it might not look mm-hmm. like a lot of stuff is happening it is. like yeah. collectively. But yeah. it, it, it is. It's just it's by bit. That's right. It's, it's that is right. And, we are and what's interesting is that um, I have just started my spiral temple and I just um, did a... The Divine Mother actually came through me and um, had me put together this, the only thing I can say and call it is light song. Um, and as I was singing it, it's there are no words to it, but it's sacred sounds. So it's interesting you're saying the sounds of the vibration there and um, it's sacred sound. And when I did it to welcome in um, the women joining the temple, I intuitively knew the words and it was le- it was literally like this clarion call from the divine mother and she was just calling her vessels home so i just feel like it's just such a powerful time for us to rise into ourselves man or woman it doesn't matter really rise into yourself and your truth and your knowing and now starting to live your life on your terms and um you know harmoniously with the all in mind Yeah. And on that beautiful note, I think it's well, this has end. been fun. I'm, I'm, I was really happy to be back. So, um, you know, I'm glad that we did this today and I hope everybody enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. And thank you to everyone who's listening yes. now thank and in you. days and weeks and years ahead. Be blessings. Lots of- Bye-bye. Be blessings. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.